Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. So welcome to the Stephen Shields radio show. Today I've got a guest speaker back on the show again, Sean Samort. How are ya? Not too bad, yourself. Good. How's your week been? Not too bad. Pretty good, actually. <laughs> ah, ah. You know, uh, so this this week, you know, I thought we'll we'll touch a bit on uh, video game music and. Uh, uh, what what video games you've been playing and what what's your favourite music? So share a bit about your favourite games. Um, my favourite games at the moment are currently the Pokemon games and the new Spider-Man Miles Morales video game. Yeah, the new Spider-Man video game. That's that's quite uh, good as well. I've heard some good reviews about that. What do you like about the music? The music? Pretty good, actually. It's, it's just off the... Like, turn of the missions. It also has that suspense to it. Like the storyline and stuff like that. Yeah. No, well, that's it. The music's always got to have a good storyline. Yes, it does. You know, and... Uh, if the music doesn't follow a particular story, that's the hardest. Yes, that's very true. You know, I always enjoyed uh, playing Assassin's Creed. Ah, yes. Assassin's Creed, they're good games. They're always pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, you know what's funny? I never liked, well, Origins, like... And... What was the other one? Oh, crikey. Yeah, I've I've found that too with uh video games as well, uh Sean. Uh, I remember when I, I think it was Assassin's Creed Three, mm-hmm. where that was that was sort of it wasn't their best sort of work. But then when uh, Black Flag came out, that was that was some good shit. Black Flag was good. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, but why was Assassin's Creed Three a disaster? I've got no idea. I don't know. I, I, I don't even say it's on to do with the gameplay glitches. But, like, Unity, right? I remember 
on like I said, French, like during the French Revolution, that came on PS4 in like 2014. Yeah. And it was an absolute disaster in the launch day in the first few months. There were bugs everywhere. You know, the game was like basically unplayable. Like people mm. couldn't even play it. You know, I got my PS4 what a few months after, like around July 2015, and after all the update patches, it, I played with no problems. You know, mm. like another game that's everyone seems to be bubbly on about at the moment is Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, and I'm hearing pretty bad stuff about that. I'm not last year, like PS4 and Xbox One. Mm. Like a man of mine told me that he's read all like, most reviews and they're saying that the, the PS4 and Xbox One versions are just glitch fests. Mm. Yeah, well, that's I suppose that's frustrating in a way. Uh, being any video game developer, you know, it's a lot of work that goes in and creativity. And uh, sometimes if. Uh, <sighs> you know, that it's been rushed, then yeah, of course, there's going to be glitches and uh, bugs in, in the in the score as well, especially the music. Uh, I suppose Black Flag, to me, that was a game that it was like, it was good stuff to play. Yes, it was. It was a good game to play. I mean, okay. I've had you know that it was through its own stubborn and arrogance that like, the Assassin's Order like, pretty much died out of like, North America. Yep. And like, he like, understand his reluctance to train Connor was because he didn't want Connor to, you know, learn to, you know, like, not make the same mistakes he did, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed, uh, it's got uh, a lot of, it's, it's, I found it's very history-based. Yes, it is, based on historical events. Yeah, and uh, I think, what was the last uh, Assassin's Creed to be played on the PlayStation 3, and then they went to the 4? was the last one on PlayStation 3. Yeah, I heard that was quite a long uh, video game, that. Well, it was just average to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose... But you know what the good uh, games were? Was uh, I think it was the early ones with... Uh, you, you played in, like, Renaissance. I forget, I think it was Ezio was the Ezio. character. Yeah, those were the... Good, good old days of Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's very uh, historical based as well. But there's other games that I, I love too, like uh, Hans Zimmer. He, he he wrote the music for Call of Duty. It was Modern Warfare Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 
that's some fucking fantastic film score and that, or video game score. And you know, the Call of Duty games. Yes. I got put it. They're just every time I'm playing, I get motion sickness for some strange reason. Yeah, I mean, each to their own. I mean, it's quite full on. Um, I'm playing Call of Duty Mobile at the moment. <laughs> at the moment, online and. You know, I tend to take breaks, but if it's not for you, it's not for you. That's true. But, like, uh, there's other games like Battlefield 3. Have you played that? I haven't played the Battlefield games, actually. It's all about strategy, that. It's not as easy going as Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but, yeah, there was other games I really enjoyed. It was Grand Theft Auto 4 and... Five was the funniest. Look, I think the best GTA was probably like the old ones, like San Andreas, you know, Vice City. Yeah, San Andreas was quite popular. I remember playing it, uh, I think I was younger, I was a kid on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. And uh, that, that, that was quite popular, but then, you know... I played uh, Grand Theft Auto Auto, uh, Grand Theft Auto Four on the PlayStation Three. That was pretty good. Yeah, like it, I didn't enjoy Grand Theft Auto Four. I, I don't know. I just I enjoyed Five more than Four. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Five Five was a number one hit. Well, it's so much. Yeah, I'm always wondering why they're not going to make another uh, Grand Theft Auto. They should, because it's Grand Theft Auto 5. That sold out, I think, when it first got released. And it's still selling today. Played Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, I I thought uh, I think it was that Trevor bloke. That was the, he was the funniest dude of all time to play as. Yeah. You know, just the craziest stuff he would do. Mm-hmm. And then you play you played against the you know the I think it was the Harley Harley. You got to play that stealth mission, and then you got to fly the plane as well. That was fun shit. Yeah, the ending was pretty good, like, ending C. Yeah. Yeah, it, um... Yeah, I I think, you know, their online... They've added some stuff to play online as well, which is good. GTA Online, I mean... You know, I think... Yeah, online now, it's... That's what games have been. It's not, it's really advanced, you know, from like, the days we had like, 
you know, plug your earth in it now is just so easy. Yeah. Well, uh, video games have come a long way. I remember the early days of the PlayStation 1. There was no such thing as online gaming back then. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no... Yeah. They did, but there wasn't none of the live streaming that we see on, like, Twitch. Yeah. I mean, it was more you played the story mode and then you finished it. You brought another game. Mm-hmm. Did vice versa. And then PlayStation 3 came out. That's when I heard of, you know, yeah, people are starting to play online. But I really feel in the last five or six years is when people were streaming on uh, YouTube, uh, playing video games. But, uh, yeah, it's each to their own. I never really got into online gaming much. Um, If uh, the internet was shit, it... uh, it was a disaster, especially the ADSL2 modem. Yeah. Oh my fucking god, that thing was as hell. Yeah, bad internet connections cost a lot of people in the past. What's that? Bad internet connections cost a lot of people online gaming, you know? Oh shit, yeah. One lag and it stops them up. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Especially um, if you're streaming yourself playing on Twitch. And then you got a bad connection. Ugh. It's an it's a disaster. Yeah. You know. Yeah, how are you finding your NBN? It's not too bad, it's very fast. It is fast. Um I've noticed well, because we're in a bit of a rural area that it's there is some improvements. The ADSL was just shit. Yeah, well, that's what that's what you want. I mean, uh, if I'm watching my Netflix, I, I just use a um, I think it's a uh, what is it a HDMI port on my phone. I don't use a Chromecast to stream. Um, I just switch my mobile data on and do it. You know, because that's what I do. Uh, I mean, you know, we we Australia should have had NBN years ago. Yeah, but the government. I know. Uh, I remember hearing about that. I think I was like, I think sixteen or seventeen years old. I started hearing about the NBN. Mm-hmm. But uh, for years it was promised, but. You know, like, you look at countries like America, Canada, Europe, they've always been faster on their internet speeds. Yeah. Even before NBN came in Australia. That's, that's what I know. Like, it's... Australia just seems to have everything. I know. Well, America had Netflix and Stan way before we did. Yeah. Yet, because I use a virtual private network, I, I watch I, I watch Netflix on a Canadian server because the Australian just doesn't have the wide variety of shows I want to watch. Yeah, it's just, you seem to get stuff, what, what, 
one of the days when we sort of get stuff months after what United States or something like that. Yeah. Like on Fox, look what some shows get broadcasted what day after the States. Mm. Yeah. We're getting there, but not enough, you know. I know. I mean, they've always been been ahead of us on entertainment. Everything's released over there way before we get it, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I truly wish we'd we would um, get ahead in entertainment. That's true. You know that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, yeah. It's, um, you know, it's like, I think, you look at uh, Spotify and Pandora and and uh, Apple Music, I remember the days where most people would uh, buy their music, uh, it was well known to buy MP3 tracks, now we're streaming. You know what, that's going to kill CDs and vinyls. It's funny you say that because vinyl's still selling at places like JB Hi-Fi and and, and you look at Sanity is still selling, you know, CDs and DVDs. They're still out there. I, I'm a bit old-fashioned myself. I still watch DVDs. Yeah, I've got, you know, vinyls. I've got a couple of vinyls myself every now and then, you know? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I never really got into vinyl, Sean. I was always I always used CD. I, just, I and but I found vinyl. It sounds better, yeah. in my opinion. Like if you had a good vinyl speaker, mm-hmm. there's just something about vinyl that just you know re, you can really just listen to it and appreciate it. Whereas you know, now, if you've got an iPhone or an Android, you just, I don't know, you can type Iron Maiden in, you get all their albums. That's true, But I suppose, um, Spotify has a purpose as well. Spotify, yeah. You know. And, uh, but uh, I remember the days of, you know, Foxtel as well. You remember Foxtel? Yeah, Foxtel, yeah. And, uh, if you wanted to buy, watch a pay-per-view event, you had to buy it. Now, like, if you want to watch wrestling, you can just watch it on an app for 13 bucks a month. Yeah, WWE Network, you know. Yeah. Pay-per-view, it's, it's, like... Yeah. I mean, and then you think, well, how is it affecting pay per view sales because well, streaming as well? I don't know. I don't know to be honest with you. I've been on and off my subscription because what? I've I've been using. And that's the problem with subscription too, because I've found that myself, especially with Spotify. I'll pay a yearly, but then. What use it? 
Yeah, and it's weird because uh, being a musician, well, last thing I want to listen to after the end of the workday is music, for one. Number two, I've got Audible and I, I listen to other podcasts. So it's nice to listen to some education. You know, I just might put Spotify on when I'm in the gym, but I'm just thinking, well, I can live without it. Yeah, I mean, we become a society now where everything's meant to be binged watched. Yeah. Like on Netflix, like I binged watched uh, Sons of Anarchy, and uh, that El Chapo. Because it's one of the, you know, it's one of those shows you just get hooked on. You want to know what's going to happen next? What, uh, what's your view on binge watching now? Binge watching, well, it's only really good if you have time to binge watch you know? Yeah. You know, because, you know, you come home from work, you're tired, and you just, you can't concentrate. I mean... The way I sort of see it is like, well, it's another way to get people addicted to it. You know, watching te- television on the, on on the on the phone. I mean, I, I you know, I found too like to schedule my Netflix, uh, maybe just an hour or two a day, and that's it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, each to their own, but the problem I'm finding with, like, streaming television is, like, if there's shows I want to watch, like, you know, the Australia server just doesn't have a wide variety of what I want. Some some of the shows on Netflix are a bit dodgy. It's me, like, it's just... Like, it's me, like, do I even watch shows I watch on Netflix is what, Tiger King? Yeah. Um, and... The new Transformers ones on Netflix, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, Transformers is good. I remember Transformers with Megan Fox. Yeah. That was some good shit. And I was watching, what, the cartoons when I was younger, way before Megan Fox. Yeah, but then why did she leave? Because Transformers just wasn't the same ever again. Well, Michael Bay, the called Michael Bay Hitler. Ah, uh, you kidding? He did what? Yeah, she called him Hitler. Uh, and then what didn't work out? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that's Hollywood, mate. Yeah. You know. But, uh, you know, then you got John Cena. He played in that Bumblebee. He did pretty good. Yeah. Bumblebee was a good movie. Yeah. And then. Now, you, I, I, I want to quit Bumblebee, right? That didn't work out. They were going to make that prequel to the first Transformers movie. Yeah. But then, 
they've got the money they were after, so now they're going to use that as a stepping stone to reboot the franchise. It would be a good thing to see. Absolutely. It... I mean, look, the Michael Bay movies, right? Hmm. The thing about it was, it, was, it had inconsistent storytelling. Hmm. That was the problem. The storytelling was all over the place. I know. It wasn't like Marvel where it followed like a single storyline leading up to the big one. Like, you know, like in Marvel, they made all the movies hmm. and led up to like Infinity War and Endgame. Yep. Like them defeating Thanos and Stones. Hmm. Like, the first, like, like, you know, one, two, and three, right? So the first one was pretty good. It was excellent, the first one. Because it showed you, look, because. The CGI for its time was pretty amazing. I mean, the transformations, like the, the Autobots, and, you know, especially like the radar done, were done well, you know, even the Autobots and Decepticons, they looked realistic, mm. you know? They looked like, oh, it's just, you know, well, they possibly look like real life. Mm. You know, heck, the guy who played Optus in the 80s cartoon, Peter Cullen, mm. pretty much, you know, played him again for live action movies. Mm. You know? And mm. apparently, what? They were originally, what? Gonna give to Liam Neeson. Yeah. He got. Well, then Colin auditioned eight times, and he eventually got the job for Optimus Prime after what? You know, all this. It's not so long. So, uh, who, who auditioned for eight, eight times for the movie? Um, Pete, the guy who voiced Optimus Prime in the movie. Shit. Had to audition eight times. Fucking hell, that's a lot. That's a lot to be auditioning in Hollywood eight times because normally if they don't like you, they reject you after the first. Yeah. But like, he was obviously Mitchell Carter. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, he's still, what, sound like him after his time anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, to me, look, I would have picked him straight away, look. Mm-hmm. To me, look, often surprised sounding Irish would have been weird. Mm. You know? Like, maybe Mason would do, like, be like, I don't know, people from another orbit, like, Ultra Magnus, or even, you know, the Transformer, you know, like, their prime planet Cybertron, or otherwise known as Primus, but... An Irishman voicing Optimus wouldn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. Like you said, I don't know, it's just, I don't mean so many problems, but that's just my opinion. Mm. But, again, like, going back to what I was saying before, right, the first one was good because, you know, the Transformers looked realistic, and they looked as, like, Yeah. And like, to me, it could have been, again, that one could have been a lot better, you know? Mm. It was all right, it was watchable, but the storytelling, 
Well, that's the thing with a uh, movie is you have to have story, and if the story's not there, well, no matter how good the acting is, it just and all the music, it just it's not worth watching. Yeah, true. Well, to, well, to me, in the film, like it's. To me, it was like finally chasing this, and one was chasing that. You yeah. know, like, and then like, by the time I got to the fifth, like the fourth one, it was like what the old was behind down, and what they all of a sudden leave like goes Sam behind. Or yeah. Then what they go, they first Mark Wahlberg's character, who, yeah, well, basically, it's like a guy trying to make an apron himself, and what by chance finds Optimus, it's like a fucking movie theater, <laughs> right? And I like, thought. Use the car battery and revive you. And like, what? And all mustard truck. He's like, face on the transformer. I'm going, ah, I'm fucking. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Pain and Gain, that was based on a uh, true story. Oh, yeah? No, seriously, it was a true story in Miami. Um, And they did fucked up shit in in the movie, but uh, it really happened. And uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he he looked pretty, pretty big. Johnson, he was, he's ripped, like, he's... Oh, shit, yeah. He's bogged on Matthew, like, since it's WWE days... Yeah. He's bloody bogged, like, he's a boy, he's... He's a fucking legend, Sean. I know. You know, I love his work ethic. Yeah. You know, but you watch his old wrestling, um... Matches with, like, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle... He looked smaller. He was still big, but now he's more. He's got more muscle now. You, you remember? I remember his match with John Cena in twenty twelve. Yeah, that was a good match. He had he he, he wrestled him twice. Yeah, like the, the, the twenty twelve one was hyped, but was freaking hyped to the max the whole year. Yeah, I remember that. Like, mate, like. The, John Cena with Johnny Rock, that would have, you know, that was, that blew the Yeah, well, it all came down to marketing and hyping it up. Was that the 2012 one? That's when Cena lost, did he? Yeah. Apparently, they are going to turn him heel the night after. John Cena should have always... He should have gone back to being a heel, to be honest. I reckon... They should have gone down the road. Like, yeah. They would go, look, turn him heel, 
the night after WrestleMania, make him snap. Just make him go rush out and say, you guys blew me the entire time. Despite mm. me doing shit for you people. Mm. This is the things I fucking get. Yeah, well, I think he was about to turn heel, but I don't know, like, you know, the, yeah, the whole WWE, you know, was PG, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, when Dwayne Johnson came back, I mean, that, that made the show really good, but then it's just dry, I mean, you still got veteran like Randy Orton, he's still wrestling, I know, he's been wrestling since I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know that, I haven't been keeping up to date with it, but um, I, I occasionally, you know, do a quick YouTube of Randy Orton and, you know, see what he's doing. That's, that's, you know, that's how I wish I'd do it. I just watched YouTube because that's a, enough to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, well, I don't even watch it, mate, because it's just, it's crap. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't watch food shows, but like, I watch YouTube clips and read up that, that's why I know what's going on. Yeah. Like, you know Roman Reigns? Yeah. He turned heel this year. Oh, finally. He turned heel. He's a Paul Heyman. Hmm. You know, but um, you know, like you got Chris Jericho. He's in that band, uh, Fozzy. Yeah. That's the, and he's got that really good song called Judas. But and he comes out with that entrance music, and like all elite wrestling. That's that's the stuff to watch because that's actual wrestling, not 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 fart assing around in the ring because. Yeah, well, I don't watch it sometimes. I don't even watch it all the week. I just don't watch it. Yeah. Because I find if I watch a WWE pay-per-view, I go to sleep. Because it's just not engaging anymore. It's just boring. I I know what's going to happen in the storyline. I know it's all scripted. Because before, you know, in the... uh, I think it was... When Eddie Guerrero was there, I think they had more... It was more improvised... They had wrestlers had more freedom, but I just feel that um, I think Vince McMahon is just you know wanted a PG show, and then it's just dry. It's it's Look, crap. NXT, right? A lot of people saying that some wrestlers come from NXT, right? Yeah. They just turn on the main roster because it's structured like this. Vince McMahon runs the main roster. Yeah. Triple H runs NXT. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And apparently he's getting shit from Vince McMahon as well because what? Some Westers, they're going to NXT. Yeah. But they're going to make Ross and they're going to go what the fuck happens with them. Well, there's a lot of politics. I mean, NXT, I've watched some uh, clips of NXT and they're quite, quite talented in that actually to... To watch it. And it's a smaller crowd too. I actually like watching uh, wrestling in the smaller venues for some reason. Um, like, um, you know, you watch a clip of Raw and Smackdown back in what? 2000, like the early 2000s. I mean, people in the world, you know, there was like, there was like no Hans Bart back then, but then like. Yeah. To me, it's like as if when Eddie Guerrero died. I know. He took, he took, he took something from it. 
That was sad. And then Chris Benoit as well. What happened? I mean, that was shocking. Yeah. Now, besides to like Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista, yeah, Flair, yeah, right, yeah, those two guys helped carry the company. Well, they did, especially with Evolution. And look at Undertaker and Kane. I know. I remember when Kane uh, he used to wear the mask, and he was the big red machine. He was yeah. Kane, but then you know, as he got to the end of his career, WWE. Made him soft. And it just wasn't the same. And the Big Show as well, I remember... Yeah, he's when, Yeah, he, 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 he used to weigh 500 pounds, that guy did. But he lost weight. Yeah. I think he had to. It's, it's like, I think he weighed too much. Yeah, but he was strong. Yeah. And Brock... Fight. What, you might have sort of raw. Yeah. Fight. Or raw. Right, in, this is like what, you know, six years ago? Yeah. And you're a corporate, remember when Kane was just in that suit? The corporate Kane? Corporate Kane, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that, actually. Right. I, my, 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 my older sister, right, was a mine at the time. Yeah. And what she was looking after, you know, what? My old sister was at my house right at the time, mm. and we were watching it. And like, she asked, Is that Kane? I said, Yeah, why? And she said, Why the fuck's he wearing a suit? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, are you serious? That's my sister said, Why the fuck's he wearing a suit? Oh, God. Monster, shouldn't be wearing a fucking suit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with... with yeah. yeah, I don't know why WWE just wants to bury talent and spit them out like Bret Hart as well, you know. Yeah, that was... I, I don't know what to say, Sean. I, I, I don't. You know, I mean... I, I mean, you look at All Elite, they got Taz. Remember Taz? Yeah, yeah. Commentary and ECW wrestler. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, they got him on All Elite Wrestling. Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, Chris Jericho from Fozzy. Kenny Omega? Yeah, Kenny Omega, he's a good wrestler. Apparently they can go to Impact as well. He's serious? Well, apparently I went on Instagram that Kenny Omega's going to Impact. Oh, shit. Impact. But then what, what was weird during the 2020 pan- pandemic, Matt Hardy... Came to All Elite. Yeah. And now, um, Sting is on, um, AEW now. Yeah, Sting, holy shit. I know, he's a legend, he was in TNA. In WCW. Yeah. How old is that guy? I don't know, probably as old as my dad. Let me Google that right now. I'm not watching the WrestleMania rock. 31 actually with Triple H. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a basically what? They're fine. What? DX come out. And then, like, the NWO come out. Guess how old Sting is? How old? 61 years old. 61? Yeah. Sting's as old as what? He's older than my dad. Yeah. 
and and he's and he's I don't know I don't know how that guy's body is still able to wrestle. Yeah. Because I think I think the AEW uh, uh, roster they they wrestle on a part time schedule by the sound of it. That's probably why they're able to pull off some good good shit in the ring. You know, not wrestling five nights a week. I don't know that. I don't know that, Sean. You don't quote me on that, but that's just my guess. I mean, you look at TNA when uh, uh, Kurt Angle was wrestling. Um, he had some really good matches on TNA. Yeah, you know what? That's what I noticed. A lot of WWE wrestlers went to TNA around like late 2000s. Like, after Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, and you know John Cena in uh, 2005 released his album and his music videos. Remember that? Well, you remember CM Punk? Punk, yeah. He, I mean, he's, I, I think he's retired, but there was one WrestleMania where the actual band played his song Live Cult of uh, yeah. Personality. Um, no, that was good to see that live, and, and Randy Orton had his, had his music played live too, from a, from a band, but John Cena, I mean, and he was, he was, um, uh, doing these music videos that were rap based as well. Yeah, I, I remember John Cena in his prime. I actually remember him, I think it was 2000s when he started the whole, you know, that chain gang um, phase. Yeah. And he'd, he'd wear that um, padlock <laughs> padlock around his neck. And spinner belt. Yeah, and he brought the US title spinner belt out too. Those were the good old days of wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, anything else the fans can hear about what you're doing, Sean? Yeah. And what it is, you, your characters are turned to a Pokemon and he pulls up a rescue team to help put Pokemon in trouble. Yeah. And what's funny about it, look, when your Pokemon gets tired, right, it says it needs food or HP will go down. Mm. And like, you don't give it food or HP, it's got stuff to go down. I'm yeah. I'm fucking dead. You know? <laughs> yes, you're hungry, but you don't need to go emo beat the little shit out of yourself. Oh god, Pokemon! I I remember Pokemon on the Game Boy. Yeah. You remember you used yeah. to. You remember you used to play Pokemon on the Game Boy, and you you had to catch Pokemon, and you'd walk around with the Pokeball, and 
have a battle and you had Pikachu. That's how that's how old I remember Pokemon on the Game Boy. Yeah. Same mate, look I used to play all Pokemon games on you know on Game Boy as well. Like you know on the Switch, you know, it's mm. like it's what today it's like five Pokemon games on the Switch like Pokemon, let's go Pikachu, Eevee, Pokemon D Tournament DX, Mystery Dungeon and mm. Pokemon Sword Shield. Actually, size six, yeah. Mm. Six Pokemon games. I mean, that franchise, besides Mario, has carried Nintendo, you know? Yeah, they're still going now. Like, on the App Store, I play Mario Kart, and, um... What's that Mario game where you could jump and you could, um... Hang on, I'll, I'll look it up now. Mario Run. And Sonic's... Sonic the Hit... You, do you do you play? You remember that Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. That that was good, and, and surprisingly, these games are still going today. Yeah, they are. I mean, there's a new Mario game, right? New Mario Kart, right? Yeah. And what it is, if you buy like a, a Mario Kart, yeah, right, and you can look controlled by Nintendo Switch, yeah, it goes around your home, you know. Shit. It's a hit among the, you know, the little ones, you know, it's a, it's a little hit. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you see it, like, you put it on, like, it's like, as you're controlling, it's a basically remote control car by the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean, thanks for coming back on the podcast again. Uh, it was good to have you today. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on the Instagram. Yeah. Or you know, LinkedIn, you know, Facebook. Sweet. Alright guys, thanks for listening to today's show. You can check my work out on YouTube, my latest uh, music video, Judas, and I've got one called Death and Life on YouTube, and my latest and greatest single, Apocalypse, uh, on Spotify. Check this podcast out. uh, Turn on those notifications so you get notified of the show. Subscribe to it. Share it with your friends. See you later. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe.